Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well spoken. Well said, Robin. We probably all know at least one blind person. Uh, We may have had small interactions with different blind people, maybe at the grocery store, at church, different places. And if you're anything like me, you may wonder what a blind person thinks, what they do, how they live their life, how they do every day. We have the opportunity to hear all about this today. So Lizzie will be talking about her blindness and answering some of those burning questions that we have. So thank you so much for being here, Lizzie. Yeah, thanks for having me. Your icebreaker question is, what is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? So first I get out of my dream, and then I'm still kind of dreaming, but I'm kind of awake, so I have to decide whether to get out of bed or not. And then I stretch, and then I guess I get out of bed (laughs) and get ready for the day. Yeah. I mean, so you're just like a simple kind of person. You just get up kind of thing? Well, I don't... I guess sometimes I lay there and overthink things, though. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's get into the meat of this podcast and... Your first question, kind of just foundational, would be, have you always been blind? And what kind of caused your blindness? Yeah, I have always been blind since birth. And it was caused by a disease called microxamia. We don't know much about it. We actually don't know really anything, I guess. When I asked my dad, he just said God did it, because we Uh don't know. Yeah. Have you, like, never Googled it or anything? Never? No. (laughs) You should try Googling it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I would tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) So, what are some misconceptions that people have about blind people? Well, a lot of people around society today they're actually very caring but sometimes to a very like a lot of degree like they think that we can't do certain things that they can do just because they rely on their sight to do it yeah i definitely i definitely think that's true because you know when we are able to see things we kind of I don't know, like, assume that you can't do anything without your sight, which is not necessarily true, because, you know, you do have to learn to live your life without it, right? Yeah, so people usually, like, I don't know, it can be a whole array of different things. Yeah. Uh, And I think, I don't know, one of the things is that you need help with a lot of things, and so how much help... Do you actually need um, from your parents, from a friend, for someone who's guiding you? How much help do you actually need? Well, I guess it just depends on what the setting is that we're in. Like, if we're in my house, then I won't need any help. If we're at, like, a Walmart, Uh then I will 
need help or else I'm going to get lost, which I, yeah. But a lot of things, well, my parents, I guess they know how much I need help with stuff, but. Yeah. And do you ever recall a moment in your life when you kind of became aware that other people were able to see but you were not I don't know I guess I didn't really think about it except for one time there were some people that like commented on it when I was younger mm-hmm. so maybe that's when I realized but I don't think I I think when I was little I just thought about the things that I didn't think about that kind of concept. But, yeah, just, like, someone commenting on it when I was little, that might have been the first time. I don't Since you can't see anything, what do you kind of, like, imagine seeing would be like? I've had a couple times where I just have, like, dreams or I just daydream about seeing and stuff. I guess I kind of imagine it as being able to feel all the things that were around me without having to like bend down and touch it and also since I use echolocation which is kind of like I feel like a shadow but from sound Mm -hmm. it's like an echo I feel like I would be able to echo everything yeah that would be cool so you do know how to do echolocation well it's not really something you do it's more of yeah you just like walk around and you just like oh there's a wall in front of me uh-huh. turn <laughs> yeah usually you have to make some kind of sound though i guess but oh, okay no not it's if it's quiet you could hear it so you talked about being like how you imagine things to be and do you have any idea of what things are based on their smell, based on the t- um, the taste of it, the, I don't know if it's yeah. an edible thing, and maybe, like, the touch of it, too? Actually, there, sometimes I do actually um, try to think about what color something is by the way it tasted, and I got a little confused once because... I told my cousin he was crazy for wanting white milk because it should be yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. I don't even know. Yeah, I do, like, I don't know. People, like, tell me what color things are, so then I just attribute that to, like, if something's tangy, I guess I usually imagine it as being red. You talk about the color. So for us, you know, we are able to see. I'm talking about, like, the people who can see. Uh, Color is a big part of the world. You know, like, we see something and we maybe connect it to a color. Something like that. So what, like, do you have any senses of color? Well, I guess that's the one that is a philosophical question, (laughs) because, uh, I don't know, if black is the absence of color, then I see black, or I don't see any color, but I I don't, I actually don't know, but I might, sometimes I think about it, but usually I just 
think about the world in other terms. Like, it doesn't come to me, I guess. Yeah. So, we're since we're on the topic of color, I don't know. Like, let's say yellow. How would you describe yellow? Or, like, what do you think of when you think okay. of yellow? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Usually. Uh-huh. I don't know. It could... It could be, like, light. It's kind of like white, but just a little bit sour. (laughs) And, like, kind of contaminated. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about at all. I mean, I feel like, yeah, that could could definitely be... I mean, yeah, I could see why you would think that. Because, like, I don't know, when I think of yellow, I think of sunshine... And maybe lemons. Yeah, I think of sour lemons. <laughs> yeah, something like that, probably. I mean, you are not that far off, I'd say. But not sunshine. I think of that as, like, golden or something. <laughs> it's, like, different to me. Yeah. You've talked a lot about imagining things and thinking about things. So would you say that it's easier to imagine things without being able to see? I would say... Probably yes, and sometimes it's not a good thing because you get like drifted in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> but sometimes it is a good thing. So, like, like I've said, I don't, I've never actually seen before, so I can't really compare. Yeah. But to me, it is very easy to imagine things usually. Yeah, I mean that could also come with your personality, you know. Like, yeah, some people just are really imaginative, and some aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like this is a question. We we kind of did touch on this a little bit when we were talking about the misconceptions. But how do you do the ordinary like everyday things? Like how like just how do you do them? Like I don't know, like texting, writing, picking your clothes, getting changed, doing chores, I don't know. Like tell us tell us all about that. Okay, so these are kind of specific things. So Texting, I have a um, text-to-speech on my phone, and I just dictate all my texts. Uh-huh. So that's usually how I text. For picking out clothes, actually, I've been lucky. I've gotten, like, matching headbands twice in, like, uh-huh. the last very recently. But I, I don't know. I actually don't really... Like you just pick you just pick an outfit and that's yeah, I just what it is. like okay, I'm gonna wear these shorts and this shirt. Or sometimes if somebody said these look good together, I'll wear them together again. But other than that, I don't really like pick out stuff. And if someone says that looks good on you and you want to wear it again, so like, do you say, "Mom, like, can you help me pick this?" Or do you like know by the feeling of it or something? I usually know by the feeling of my clothes because I've worn them so much. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... Or somebody's, like, these are matching. Sometimes I'll ask my sister, like, can you help me find the headband that matches? I have a lot of (laughs) (laughs) And what about chores? What kind of chores do you have? Well, we have afternoon chores and evening chores. So, in the afternoon... I can either do dishes, empty the dishwasher, table, or sweep, which I can usually do, except for I think I need a little bit more practice with sweep because 
I kind of don't do it right. Uh-huh. But um, I just do them because this is our house that I'm doing chores at, so I know it very well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's cool, too, that, you know, you want to practice sweeping, you know? You're not just like, oh, I'm not good at sweeping, so I'm not going to sweep anymore, you know? Yeah. Oh, what about writing? How do you write? Because, oh. you know, if I'm not looking at what I'm writing, the my words just, like, start slanting. They don't go in a straight line. Well, yeah, I have, like, a real typewriter, so I just, like, roll the paper in. It's it's kind of like, I think, one of those typewriters from the 20s, but... Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then I can just, like, write a document on it, and it dings when I get to the end of the paper, and then I just push the next line button. That's really cool. But now, in my more, like, lately, I've been writing on more of a Braille laptop computer, which is a little bit different. Okay, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. That's really cool, though. So but you don't, like, write on a piece of paper or something, Oh, right? yeah, for the for the typewriter, I do write on a piece of paper. But, like, you don't physically, like, use your hand to, to write with, like, a pencil or something. No, I don't write with a pencil, but sometimes I do drawings on something called a blackboard. Oh, okay. It's like it raises, it makes the pen tactile so I can feel it. That's so cool. That's really, really cool. This, I feel like, will be like a super helpful question for us, these next two questions. So the first one is, how should we... Or what should we not say to a blind person? Okay, so when people, like, say things to me, I usually understand that they don't really know a blind person, so I yeah. don't usually get offended. Mm-hmm. Only if they say something like, oh, she can't do this. Like, if they mm-hmm. just, even out of, like, care for me, but it still offends me sometimes. But not, a lot of the stuff I'm just, like, I, they don't really know. Yeah. That makes sense. So you don't want us to make you feel like you can't do something because you can't see, right? Yeah, that's one of the things that is... And so on the flip side of that, how should we treat you? I don't know, like like your friend? Cause... So just like treat you like just any other person. I, yeah, I like to, I like to, um, hang out with people a lot, mm-hmm. but sometimes, sometimes it's tricky to keep up, so sometimes I would like to know when you're going to be moving to the next place. Okay. So we just need to be more considerate that, you, um, we need to still bring you to the next place and just, like, not abandon you, right? Or you don't have to like I could probably follow you, but you could just be like, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna move on or like this we're playing a different game. Okay. See these are gonna be really helpful for us, you know, if we do know a blind person, we're we're gonna know. We're gonna be more yeah. educated. That would be appreciated. Yeah. So what are some other senses or would you say that you have other senses that are maybe sharper because you can't see? I don't know, because 
Well, instead of saying that they're sharper, maybe I could say that I rely more on them, oh, so okay. they're more prevalent in my life. Like, how you guys, like, rely on sight, I rely on hearing. You said that you rely heavily on hearing. Would you say that loud noises, like loud music, that kind of, you're, like, more sensitive to it? Oh, yeah. There was this one time... Oh, there's a lot of times when there was just music and I couldn't handle it, so I had to go out of the room. That okay. might just be my personality, but... Uh-huh. So, like, if there's loud noise, you have to go out of the room? Like, yeah. Because it, is it overwhelming to you? Yeah, it's definitely overwhelming to me when there's, like, loud music, and then I usually just, like... Sometimes I like it. I like it to a certain degree, but then sometimes... I don't anymore because it's mm-hmm. too loud. Yeah. So how about like just regular music? Like if it's playing at a nice volume. Oh yeah, is if that it's better? regular music, I I really enjoy listening to music because it's stimulating. I yeah. guess. Okay, this is a really random question, but like I just I was curious. Have you ever been on a roller coaster? Roller coasters are so much fun. So, like, you don't get sick or anything? I don't know, no. since you can't see? No, I think I get less sick than people that can see the world wow. before them. Okay. I think I think people get more nervous on roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting. I don't know, because, like, when I think about it, sometimes I'm just like... Because, I don't know, if I have, like, being on a swing and I close my eyes, sometimes I, like, start getting a headache or something because, Ooh. like, I can't see it. I literally go on the swing, like, every day. It's one of yeah. my favorite things. I don't know, because I, I also get car sick. Yeah. And so, like, we were at the park, like, last year babysitting, and I was on the swing, and I realized that I, like, get sick when I'm on the swing. Oh, no. Like, car sickness feeling, but, like, on the swing, and I was like, okay, this is pretty sad. <laughs> that is sad. I mean... I guess sometimes I would get, if I was on going for too fast or too long, but not yeah. usually. What are some hobbies that you enjoy that you, okay, so, I don't know, like, first of all, what are hobbies that you enjoy, and then how do you do them with outside? Okay, well, I really like playing the piano, so I guess I just... I do piano lessons, too, so we just do piano lessons by ear. My piano teacher is on FaceTime, so she can see what I'm doing, but I basically just copycat what she plays. That's cool. Or she tells me, like, a chord to play, then I I play it. That's, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's more challenging, you know, both for you and for her. Um, Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm glad that you're able to find a way around that. I think I think it's actually I've been on the piano since I was six, so you know you can just count spaces. Like, okay, on this next measure, I'm gonna hit the fourth key down from this key. Yeah, like oh, that's true. Yeah, can't even think about that. Are there any other things that you enjoy doing? I enjoy being social. Mm-hmm. I like to make friends, and talk to people uh-huh. and sometimes when I talk for too long I embarrass myself <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a question that one of the listeners um, 
asked and I thought it was a really good one and it might be more applicable to you when you're older and more I don't know like independent but are you ever afraid of being unaware of potential danger well I think this might sound a little bit trite but when I the days I go on the swing I'm always afraid of getting hit by a ball if there's balls being flung around. Uh, so I have to, like, sometimes I do just, like, oh, if I sit here, I, I might get hit by something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, being stolen from or something, you haven't felt that yet? Or you haven't felt that? Stolen? No. Not really. And along with that, um, are you maybe more cautious about who you trust um, because you can't see what they're doing? Well, I feel like there's a spiritual, like, when you're a Christian, there, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit kind of tells you sometimes whether something is just a little heavy feeling yeah. or, like, okay. So, sometimes, yeah, I feel like... I can know, and usually because all the people that I'm around, my parents have been around, and they trust me to be around them, so... Yeah. I usually figure it's okay. Yeah. And you um, mentioned the Holy Spirit, so what are some main things that um, the Holy Spirit comforts um, you in, you know, whether it's song, um, different encouragements, quotes, verses, anything... Um, well, you see, it's like, I, there are some times when I just am not thinking about being blind at all, so, Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't affect me that, that greatly, like it does, but, you know, it's not like something that is ruining my life or anything. Yeah. It's just kind of part of me. Yeah. Yeah, and that's good that you're not thinking about it as... I don't know, like... Yeah, like, I don't... I don't... Sometimes I see it as a negative, but not not usually. That's good. Yeah, because I, I, I'm sure some blind people, I don't know, like, deaf people, people who can't talk, I'm sure that sometimes they do become angry at God and see it more as a negative than um, how it can be a positive. Yeah, it's... It's just different. I... I guess I feel like I have more important things to, or more more prevalent in the way that I'm feeling at the time. Yeah. Okay, you are you are just like such a happy, a joyful person. You light up a room. You, uh, everybody, everybody who you're around, I'm sure knows that you laugh lots even before we started recording you had a little giggle fest (laughs) Um, so how do you have so much joy despite being blind well I guess God just intervenes in my life because there's a lot of people even like people that are have all their senses and people that are rich it's like the story of a person who's rich and a person who just Mm -hmm. lives simply it's like I feel like the the Lord just like gives me joy especially when 
through through people. Like when I am around a big group of people, it usually makes me very very happy. Wrapping this up and bringing it to a close, in what ways has being blind brought you closer to God? Hmm. I don't know because I guess I'm kind of like everybody else, but sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm kind of not like everybody else, so then I have more time to think and to meditate. Yeah. I would say, like, if I were too busy, then I wouldn't have time to meditate on things like that. Yeah, but, like, I like what you said. I am like everybody else. Because, you know, blind people, deaf people, and people who can't talk, you know, they're we're all still humans made in God's image, you know, and we're all equal, you know, just like someone who is black or someone who is Asian or someone who's white, you know, we're still all equal and God still sees us all as equal and we should all be treated, you know, as equal as um, the Bible says. So yeah, definitely. That's like, that's one of the things too. It's like, um, we are pretty much the same as everyone else. Like, people people can see people differently sometimes. I mean, not just accusing everybody else. I do it too. Yeah. Just with people that are different than me, but... Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Lizzie. Um, this has been very insightful for me, and I'm sure it has been for the listeners as well, and I'm sure they'll be able to use this if... Um, for their next conversation or interaction with a blind person and to keep the stuff in mind. So thank you so much for educating us and um, I don't know, giving us a new perspective as well.